0: hello and welcome to our (laughs) why are you making that big
1: it takes a lot of facial movement to be able to go how you do and i was just warming up
0: oh sorry okay let's do that again hello and welcome to mini episode four of real life ghost stories how
1: you do oh i see See? i see yeah it's because you don't look at me normally when i do it so you don't know
0: (laughs) we have got two gorgeous listener stories for you today are you ready
1: Um, i'm never ready for this am i let's be honest they always freak the crap out of me
0: Yes, they do. And story number one comes from Juliet. As in Romeo? As in Juliet. Amazing. In 2014, I returned to the big island of Hawaii and the small community of Waimea to stay on par... All right, I'm going to stop there for a second. All right, my pronunciation is going to be Dick. <laughs> Why did I say it was going to be Dick? I don't know. I'm so tired. Am <laughs> <laughs> <And> my pron- <laughs> I didn't even expect myself to say that. My pronunciation is not going to be very good. Or <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Juliet, I will start your story again. Yeah, can but... we have a bit more decorum, please? Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so I apologise that my pronunciation is not very good. In 2014, I returned to the big island of Hawaii and the small community of Waimei to stay on Parker Ranchlands. Parker Ranch was the largest operating cattle ranch in the United States for years, but it had now been changed into a real estate development company. There are, however, things that one cannot change, no matter what one does to the landscape, as I was to find out in the first month I was there. I brought my cat, Batman, to the nice house in a gated community.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great cat name. Great cat name.
0: (laughs) surrounded by tall grasses, occasional fences, a few trees and quite a few horses. The house sat closest to the volcanic mountain of Mauna Kea, where there are numerous telescopes sitting up at the elevation of 13,000 plus feet, the size of the mountain towering over the entire landscape. This did not mean that we were actually close by the mountain, rather There was nothing on the landscape between the back Ainai and the initial sloping of the volcano for miles. So I could say that I lived under the volcano. The area was desolate between the Ainai and the mountain. There were maybe two or three structures used to contain farming equipment, which I didn't know about until some firebug set them ablaze and the resultant fire threatened to burn the gated community should the wind's direction change. There were Hawaiian homelands to the far left of the Ainai but they were at least a mile away. The gated community had homes that sat too close together and yet they felt strangely apart, and we had one neighbour who made it her business to turn in people whom she felt were not following the association rules, a more miserable person you could not meet but obviously caught in some incredible web of having too little to do. The other side had a rather lovely lady who planted tie leaves around her home because she felt something was there. I knew nothing of these dynamics when I arrived. I just knew we were rather isolated and we lived in an extremely quiet community. When the sun went down, the clouds disappeared and everything was bright with stars. There was no light pollution, so you could see easily the constellations in the sky. I spent the first few days unpacking and arranging myself. I slept with the window open by my head. The weather was cold at night. So different from Aohu's balmy tropical weather. Here I was 3,000 feet up from the ocean. Batman was apoplectic. He sat by the window staring at birds that congregated by the eye eye. What are you laughing?
1: Because I keep picturing Batman (laughs) being apoplectic and staring at birds. (laughs) After two
0: weeks I was more at home. And then early one morning I was awakened to the sounds of people chatting and laughing through my bedroom window. It wasn't really loud. It was the sounds like people moving around and talking, and there was a strange bell that seemed to be like a wake-up call. I turned over and fell back to sleep. I thought maybe someone in the house a little further away had set his alarm for 3.30am. But then it happened again the next night. Only it was a bit more loud. Or was it? I thought that one of the house members had set an alarm to rise early. It was 3.30am again. When I went out of my room, there was no sound. I went back to sleep. It was bothering me. I was awakened again a few days later. The sounds were close by. I couldn't make out the words, but there were words and that bell. I wanted to tell them to party elsewhere, so I walked out to the I-9 and it was 3.30am again. But as soon as I was outside on the i the bell stopped. I mean there was nothing, no sound, no light from a gathering over in the Hawaiian homelands direction. And I began to doubt that I was actually hearing anything. I asked around the community, did they have an odd alarm bell? Did anyone rise at 3.30am? My neighbour with the tie leaves didn't question what happened, but I did. I felt like I was being messed with. I felt like someone was checking me out. I felt like there was a strong male presence. I wasn't hearing female voices. It continued. I got up at 3.30am, other times I just turned over after a trip to the bathroom. Then one Saturday I was buying vegetables from the local farmers market and mentioned the waking bell story. I left out the voice part because by that time I was feeling like I was hearing things and I didn't want to have gossip spoken about me. I told the farmer's wife about the wake-up bell and asked her if she knew of the farms around here that may have them. I told her what happened at 3.30am. When she heard that, she paused. She asked me where I lived and then told me that the area where the Parker Ranch Paniolos, that's the Hawaiian cowboys who tended the cows and steer, lived had just been next to our gated community. In fact, some of the structures had been moved from there and placed in town to clear the area for development. The wake-up bell at 3.30am had been used to get them up and ready to go out into the ranch. She told me I was just hearing sounds that happened a long time ago, that the old cowboys were just reluctant to leave the Parker Ranch. That was one explanation. But I was sure there was a more rational one one that relied more on the here and now. The sounds were too lifelike, the area was so vast, and maybe with the strong trade winds that swept across the dry grassland sound could be carried from far away at night. So whenever I was thinking about it, and the intensity of the alarm bell was waning, I wasn't getting up at 3.30am with the sound of alarm after several months. I would take a drive to see where the cattle might be. What other ranches were there? I was heading to Hilo one Saturday and took a shortcut through Waikī. There were two fellows by their horses near the road. They were ranch hands of sorts, so I pulled over and asked them if there were any ranches around there that had a wake-up bell that they used. When I got a quizzical look, I asked them how they managed to get up so early for work. One of them pulled something from his back pocket and pointed at the screen. It was an iPhone. (laughs) It was a total bust. I could not find any reasonable answer for the bell and I looked and I looked everywhere. I did also have a hair-raising event when walking to the mailboxes one night from the house after 10pm. I felt someone walking with me and it was so real and I just sprinted back. I told my stories to the Hawaiian groundskeepers and they just nodded. They told me there are three graves on the property. One near our house, the other by the horse paddock where we collect the mail. I planted tie leaves outside my bedroom window. And when my patient passed away, I moved back to Ohu. Sorry about my pronunciation of that story. I don't know story. how to pronounce the
1: islands in Hawaii. No, actually. I bad don't form. either. Bad form. That
0: is bad form, isn't it?
1: Again, this is a bit like you. In uh, I don't understand how someone gets woken up by something loud, gets out of bed to check it out and then is able to go back to sleep.
0: Juliet is also a very lovely story writer, by the way. Just yeah. wanted to put that out there before I forget. Gorgeous writing. Very enjoyed it.
1: Very envious of anybody. that Well, can you see, the thing
0: is, I just don't really care at night time. I just want to sleep. Yeah, I know. We did. Do you want to tell everybody about the incident last night? Because I know that's what you're dying to do right now.
1: At about half past four this morning, there was this really. We I had the window open. I like to sleep with the window open. It was probably a bit too cold for it, to be honest, but we had the window open and there was this really loud noise that sounded like a, sounded like an engine being revved, but not quite continuous, very loud. I was like, can't believe what that, can't believe that noise, which woke Emma up. She acknowledged it. And then I went to look at the window and there was all kinds of shenanigans going on outside. There was two police cars, a fire engine. This went on for about 30, 35 minutes. I spoke to Emma about it this morning. How much did you remember?
0: very little i remember the noise when you woke me up i remember you going oh my god can you hear that noise and i was like yes and then i went back to sleep but i remember the noise being incredibly loud
1: yeah but then you went back to sleep i sure did so frustrating and then Juliet goes out and has a look gets out gets out of her bed and goes outside and has a look and then is able to go back to sleep
0: i love cultures that just accept things for what they are maybe i'm just generalizing but what i mean is i love the people in this story who were just like yeah, it's just the old cowboys. They're not ready to leave yet. Yeah. That's it. There is no need for another...
1: And there's nothing, like, it's creepy, but there's nothing sinister about this, is there, really? Like It's, it's just residual just, energy, just, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just them cowboys getting up for work, do what they usually do, round up the cows.
0: So I looked up Thai leaves, by the way. Oh, yeah. And I don't know whether it's pronounced Thai or T, but I looked them up, and it's kind of like a... It's a big green leaf, basically. Okay. And traditionally, they're used to ward away spirits. Okay, mm. cool. Because I was interested, I thought maybe I, it was yeah. a it was a misspelling, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to look this up. But that's what it is. Yep,
1: yeah. sounds that sounds good. Um, and
0: I enjoyed it. I was like, wow, I love when you have traditional stuff weaved into stories.
1: I'm not like overly freaked out by this. I just feel it's just a story, like a like a. No, I know, obviously, it's a story. That was a really dumb thing to say. I feel like it's just. Like residual energy, do you know what I mean? Nothing yeah. to actually worry about in this, but just evidence of the past, which I think is really cool.
0: And I like the way she framed it with, there was this new development that was built, but no matter what you do to the land, yeah, that was the land will always have memories and there will always be re- re- like residue of the old times on the land. And I like that. Do you
1: know what I found scariest about this? What? Living near a volcano. That's pretty fucking scary, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? I mean, that's mad. Yep, yep.
0: lots of people do though all over the world and they just get on with it don't they well I'd be living with constant anxiety all of the time as an anxious person I would just be like I wouldn't be able to leave the house because I'd be like oh my god it's going to go off at any minute would you like another story
1: yeah Uh, why did I say yes I'm going to regret this aren't
0: I story number two comes from Kathleen okay a few years ago I was helping my friend move into her new flat neither of us had a car So we had to take the bus out of the city to Ikea and back again with all of her new things, including a new mirror and a mattress topper. Neither of us is particularly strong, and we're both just over five foot tall, so lugging all the things back to her flat was pretty tiring. This was in Glasgow, and the student flats are usually in old tenement buildings, the type that have high ceilings and big windows. So there are no lifts, and the stairs are steep and we had to make a few trips up and down to the third floor. When everything was settled in, we decided we deserved a takeaway and a few beers, and stayed up chatting for a while. I didn't live in the city at this point, so in the end, she invited me to just crash with her instead of having to hurry home for the last train. All this to say, we had been drinking a bit, but we weren't drunk, and I was in a new and unfamiliar space. Plenty of my friends lived in tenement flats and I live in one now myself so I don't find them creepy at all but they can be very cold and creaky. As I say, this style of flat is common in Glasgow because of their age and the high turnover rate of tenants as students only stay for a few years they always have a lot of history. It had been a long day and we both fell asleep quite quickly sharing the bed in my friend's room. I woke up a few hours later in the dark I was sleeping closest to the window and I remember hearing the wind outside very loudly as if the window was open although it was closed and I was staring at the ceiling flat on my back. I felt like someone was in the room but I thought I was scaring myself for having sleep paralysis so I decided to shut my mind off and go back to sleep. After a moment though I realised I was actually able to move and decided to sit up thinking I had finally woken up from whatever was happening. When I looked up, there was a thin, gaunt figure that was standing beside the door with his hand still on it, as if he had just stepped into the room. It looked like an old man, but as though he had been very sick for a long time and was completely malnourished. I could see his ribs and his eyes were sunken, and he was watching me. When he breathed, it looked as though his breath wheezed, but he wasn't making any sound. He was also very short about my height despite the fact that he looked as if he would be small and weak enough to fight off my stomach sank and I immediately felt absolutely horrible and completely helpless I felt as if he was watching and waiting for a reason to run to the bed my friend was still sleeping and somehow I was convinced that if I made any sudden movements the man would move towards us or attack her He didn't break eye contact with me the entire time. I didn't know what to do next, and I don't know why I did what I did. But I put my hand up and edged forward on the bed to show that I wasn't listening and I wasn't fighting. I had a real fear that something was going to happen if I upset him. I moved my legs slowly to step out of the bed and stand up. And for some reason, he seemed to disappear a little bit. He didn't move, but it was like when he turned the opacity down on Photoshop. He just got a little bit less opaque and looked more like a ghost than a real figure. I took another tiny step and it happened again. He eventually became a little bit more transparent. I kept walking forward and he kept disappearing bit by bit. Eventually, I took a step and realised I was directly face to face with him. And he was still there, very faintly. He was still breathing and staring at me, less than an inch from my face. I took one more step, stepping right into him. I felt a chill on my skin, and he disappeared. I went back to bed, and then I woke up with my friend still fast asleep beside me. I'm sure this was a bad dream, especially because I can bet you anything... If I had been awake, the last thing I would have done would have been to walk towards whatever was standing in the doorway. But I very rarely have nightmares, or experience anything like it before or since. I've never had sleep paralysis, and I don't think this was sleep paralysis because I got up and walked, even if I was dreaming. I never told my friend about it because I didn't want to frighten her in her new home. But she moved out of the flat a few months later, for entirely non-paranormal reasons, and I was happy to never go back. Hmm. Could Why in the world would you walk towards it?
1: Well, I guess you might she might have like taken a like hesitant step and then noticed that it was seemed to be having an effect on it. I don't think this was a dream because I know you don't remember your dreams in general, most of them. A lot of them.
0: Me or everybody? In general. Yeah, you remember them for a really short space of yeah. time, don't you? And then they just disappear.
1: But I can't remember ever having a dream where I dreamt that I was in the room I was in. Like and it's a really common thing. Oh, I must have been dreaming, but I don't think you are dreaming. If you're in the same room,
0: I feel like your brain is kind of, you know, puts in a bit more effort than just dreaming about the same well, room. Dreams.
1: Oh, you have psychic dreams, psychic dreams, <laughs> psycho dreams. I've fucking
0: mental dreams as well.
1: But I don't. I can't. Rem- I can't ever recall having a dream where I was in the room that I was in. Do you know what if I mean? Anybody have out I solved there, science again?
0: I, I think you have solved science.
1: That <laughs> like fourth week on the trot.
0: <laughs> if anybody out there has had. If anyone else out there has had a dream where they've woken up in their own bedroom and it's recognised to be their own bedroom and nothing is different about yeah. it. Because sometimes I have those weird dreams where you're in a room you've never been before, but for some reason you know it's your bedroom. Yeah. And you're just like, or I'm with somebody I've never seen before, but for some reason it's you. Yeah. But in a different form yeah. and I know it's you in my yeah. dream. That's always so weird. Dreams are weird. fucking weird. But that's what
1: I mean. There's always an element of it that's dreamlike. Yeah, where, where
0: you wake up and you go, that was weird.
1: And obviously, like some people might say, Well, that's the ghost man being the dreamlike element. Fair point. But I haven't I haven't ever woken up from a dream where I've been in the same place.
0: That's a really good point. I've had
1: like nodding dreams where you nod off and yeah. but you'd like instantly awake. But it's not like not like actual dreams where I've gone to sleep and then woken up in the room and then woken up in the room again. Like, I've never had a dream like that. So I would be interested to hear from people. The other thing I want to say is you know how we always say about ghosts in like Victorian era or old era dresses, yeah. and why don't we ever see them in tracksuits? Why do we never see an obese ghost? They're always skinny, aren't they? They're always like skinny or really like angry and big, but they never. Really there's never any fat ghosts. Point. Do you think there's something to that about that statement about dying happy, fat and happy?
0: Is that a statement? Yeah. Who says that?
1: My dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I just, I just don't, we, <laughs> we don't ever see, we don't ever hear stories about obese ghosts, do we? There must be, like, obese people have died in history, so why do we not see obese ghosts? Well, why does nobody tell stories about obese ghosts?
0: Why was this ghost naked? What, oh, well. Well.
1: Maybe the clothes didn't die.
0: <laughs> there was that film we watched, Veronica, where the dad was naked. Yep. Oh my God, that was awful. But he was a demon though, wasn't he? Yeah, but it was fucking awful. So that's
1: just the demon making it more demony, Making it more. Awful. Nudity
0: is always more demony. Um If, if Christianity if has taught me anything. I know
1: you're making a joke out of this, but actually, in all seriousness, if it's your, the ghost of your dead parent being nude, it is worse, I'd I say. I mean, that is, tra- that is actually <laughs> yeah, traumatizing. Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> that, that, I mean, that's but, awful.
1: Uh, yeah. I, maybe you just died with no clothes on. But, I, Potentially, yeah. Nakedness doesn't yeah fair enough doesn't I'll, disturb yeah. me as the other two things but I this is creepy if I woke up I would be under the duvet I'd just be like yep yeah, ignoring that and particularly also, that description of him holding the door as if he'd just come in
0: the other thing is that how in the world did you get back into bed and go back asleep after that situation
1: because she defeated him by walking closer to him
0: I guess she went back to bed with a sense of having achieved something yeah leveled or up more okay. experience
1: points all good
0: and those were our stories today hmm. if you enjoyed those stories Please make sure to uh, follow us on Instagram at Real Life Ghost Stories. Or me at 50pMovieClub. Come and join our Facebook group, which is RLGS Supergroup. And the answer is Emma and Dan. Come and like our Facebook page, which is Real Life Ghost Stories Podcast. Come what? and join oh, us on Twitter.
1: I thought he was waiting for me to say that, sorry. At Real Ghost Pod.
0: And if you have a story that you would like us to read out or a suggestion for an episode, whatever you want, send us an email at podcast at gmail.com. That's where you send us your emails. And also, if you want to support us on Patreon, please do. It is patreon.com forward slash reallifeghoststories where for $5 a month, you get an extra episode a week.
1: And sometimes 50p movie club.
0: And also 50p movie club, which you will get access to for $2 a month, which is Dan's podcast where him and Dave Keane previously will watch shit films and review them. And also, also we have merch.
1: We do. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: remember it again. Nice. We have merch. Go on to my Instagram page. Click the link. All the merch is there. It's on Redbubble. Go on to redbubble.com. Look up Real Life Ghost Stories. We're there.
1: And the other lady. The really nice lady.
0: Yep. If you, you cannot remember what her page is, it's Abby's Art Gallery, I think. Yeah shite we're awful people go on to Instagram, Instagram click the link on Instagram and we love you and we shall see you next week bye